How to design your own prosthesis and turn the project into a bonding experience. From civil wars, whistleblower tactics, schematic drafting, and the finer points of Sith adoption, the essential how-to guide for the engineering Jedi. By Jackdaw Cry. Read by Sam Gabriel. Based on the works of George Lucas. Content warnings available in description. Chapter 18 But here's the heart of it, dear one. Thousands of souls shone brightly in a maelstrom of force, and Darth Vader, for the first time in longer than he could remember, felt perfectly at ease. Elation, reverence, joy, and sheer euphoria dappled the shining celebration with a force that even his own presence couldn't dampen. All throughout the celebration, he hadn't felt more than temporary fleeting whispers of fear wherever he went, and it left the dark oddly quiet and still in a manner that wasn't wholly objectionable. It would be back later, he knew, snarling and burning and powerful, but for now it barely shifted, and when it did, it was in lazy, languid rolls that felt more akin to a resting beast blinking in curiosity than any kind of alertness. It left him feeling odd, but he didn't mind it. Not if it meant taking part in this. The party, though in truth it was far more akin to a festival, was in full swing, with revelry and laughter all around. People were dancing, singing, enjoying food and drink, and throughout it all, not once did the atmosphere suffer much more than a dent from his presence, dents that were quickly smoothed out by the shining star at his side. Glancing down surreptitiously to where the little star was still staring in wonderment at the festivities, he let a soft smile overtake his face as he saw the paper bloom still resting in Luke's hair. He knew that much work had gone into the spectacle they were both watching. The rain of flowers alone had taken more than one forwarded approval request for the necessary paper from the quartermasters and thousands of people organizing to learn how to cut and fold the flowers until they had the quantity necessary. The crown Luke was wearing had been meticulously designed and toiled over by a team of five troopers, every flower handcrafted and painted. And that was just the flowers. Tens of thousands of people had banded together in the last week once the news of the conspiracy had circulated for comfort, solidarity, and morale. When the idea had been floated in those circles to organize something for Luke in order to show that the sentiment held by the conspiracy was far from a universal one, the idea had near instantly gained a life of its own. A small event had grown into a party, had grown into a celebration, had grown into a festival that needed paperwork filed for the permissions necessary to commandeer one of the mess halls. A squad of people had become a hundred, a thousand, finally becoming a crowd so large that last Vader had checked, there were over 300,000 people on the guest list. He hadn't lied to Luke when he said he had never seen anything like this. As far as he was aware, there was no kind of precedent within the entirety of the Imperial Armed Forces for a gathering of this size that was neither mandatory nor state-sanctioned, never mind organized solely by the active personnel themselves in a matter of days. And it was all for one child. The little star that had shone with nothing less than utter joy, wonder, euphoria, and awe this entire time as they meandered through the celebrations at a calm pace after Luke had completed his procession around the festival, a procession that still filled Vader with nothing but sheer pride whenever he thought back to it. Luke, uncharacteristically towering over everyone else as he was carried on hands and shoulders around the room in a procession akin to a parade, greeting and talking to thousands of the party guests, 
acknowledging them as they wordlessly planched themselves to him with names and touches. He didn't doubt for a moment that the little star had cemented something powerful in those moments, the fervent adoration and loyalty of the crowd building into a fever pitch as the procession progressed along its path. If his little star hadn't built a legend before, he certainly had now. There was being popular and well-liked, and then there was this. And yet, as he looked at Luke, meandering by his side through the masses and taking everything in, he thought that the child might still not have realized the sheer extent to which he was the subject of near worship by much of the lady's population. Oh, there was awe and a quiet, stunned realization during the moments where it seemed to sink in that this was all for him, but there were none of the emotions that he might have expected to see. Well, it would hardly be the first time that his home had managed to surprise him. He sighed quietly in abject fondness as Luke made a noise of delight as he saw something that caught his eye, and looking over revealed that droves of people were flocking around what appeared to be a collection of makeshift stages where bands had gathered with all manner of instruments. With a signal to a trooper standing on a small podium of sound equipment that had been rigged up to the PA system, the music started to die down. Looking around them, Vader concluded that they were near the back of the mess hall, where the kitchens had been temporarily converted into distributing festival foods cooked up from all manner of cultures and drinks were served, of which he thought at least half might be moonshine brewed by the troopers themselves. People around them were enjoying various greasy and fried foods that were no doubt manufactured with more than a few contraband ingredients, but he could hardly bring himself to care. Morale was soaring higher than he had ever felt it, and without a doubt, Luke's return to the lady's public life would bolster his people for a long time to come, the festival releasing all manner of tensions and terrors that had built up amongst the lower ranks that, admittedly, he himself had regretfully been a large contributor to. Fear made for a good enough motivator to those who would listen to nothing else, as he had often found with the incompetents that generally dared call themselves commanding officers whenever he needed to bring them back in line from whatever cursed scheme they had cooked up for their own personal glory. But it was inefficient and simply redundant when it came to motivating people who did do their duties, and often did them well. The lower ranks benefited from any terror he induced about as much as the general populace of the Outer Rim did huts, none, and he had felt a small measure of concern whenever he had thought on the potential long-term impacts upon the crew. To see it melt away into celebration and adoration with every round his little star had made was a relief to say the least, and now the atmosphere was apparently ripe for music. Following Luke's lead as he made a beeline for the makeshift stages, delight blooming in the forest iridescent and bright. He wondered what the little star was up to. Luke came to a halt in front of the largest of the dozen or so stages dotting the area they had been set up in, the crowds parting around them as soon as they noticed they were there to grant them space, and Vader took note of what was happening around them. On every stage, consisting of what seemed to be layers of emergency patch walls requisitioned from the hangars balanced on groups of tables, various crewmates and troopers began to gather, sorting themselves into each stage not by their designation or by the instruments they seemed to play, but by what seemed to be a well-worn order that only they understood. An order he suspected were perhaps the members of the various music clubs aboard the Lady grouping together with their own players each stage containing a whole host of percussion, wind, and string instruments, both electric and acoustic, in what seemed to be various kinds of bass, tenor, and soprano ranges if he could judge them by size. He was promptly proven right when the musicians started testing their instruments and a cacophony of sound arose. Promptly hurrying to Luke's side as he directed the dark to muffle the sound around them, 
laid a hand on the little star's shoulder as he once more took up position next to him, receiving a delighted glance in return that filled him with warmth before both of them went back to watching the musicians, Vader slowly releasing his hold on the sound around them as the musicians finished their testing. Movement shining with determination caught his attention from the side, and a band of people in a variety of uniforms approached the stage, one of whom Vader recognized as the bandmaster of the military band stationed on the Lady. Marching forward in full dress uniform was director Amina Astra. It seemed she had deigned to fulfill her usual role in a more casual setting if her appearance and determined march towards the center stage was any indication. The figures accompanying her were more of a mystery, though, and he wondered what their function would be. Brushing up against their presence with his own revealed the same mentality as that of Director Astra, though, and he drew his presence away once more when the first shivers began to show themselves in the natural shielding of the people, a mentality whose purpose became clear once they arranged themselves on the stage, and he abruptly realized that he was looking at the choir of the performance to come. With loud clicks that echoed through the mess hall, bright spotlights shone down on the performers as the lights around the back of the mess hall dimmed down slightly, and looking up revealed that someone had raided the engineering supplies for over a dozen of the replacement mist lights of the at, -AT walkers, repurposed into makeshift spotlights. Sheet mist flickered into existence across hundreds of miniature hollow projectors on the stage, lighting up the stages in what must have been a kaleidoscope of colors, the musicians reading through the notes that had appeared in front of them. Shaking his head lightly, he remembered that it never did well to underestimate the creativity of the common soldier when the situation called for it. Settling into a comfortable parade rest, he watched in amusement as Luke's eyes lit up at the prospect of music. "'It seems you are enjoying this quite a bit, little one,' he murmured lowly, taking advantage of the small measure of personal space granted to them by the crowds around them not to be overheard. "'It's so much like home,' Luke murmured back, still smiling wide as he watched the performers set up on the central stage. "'The party, I mean.' Even if there were never this many people, they remind me of the festivals held back on Tatooine, with all the music and food and dancing. Freezing for just a split second at the reminder of their shared origin, he hummed lightly as he looked around the place with new eyes, attempting to draw a comparison between the festival organized by the personnel of the Lady to celebrate Luke's recovery and the vague, dusted memories of the festivals he remembered from before. He and his mother had never been able to join much of society in the same manner that their free siblings had been able to, but festivals were large and present enough that their commotion often reached a small portion of the slaves as well, even in their chains. He and his mother had been a part of that category, and the more he thought on it, the more he remembered. Rare, sweet, and savory treats that were easily gifted to the young and the chained, even as the adults and the free had to pay. Music and dance that thundered in his blood rang through his mind like the Force had so often done as well, teaching him control and to listen before he even knew what it was. Performances of acrobatics and sleights of hand by people his mother had whispered to him were runners, showing off their skill sets in full sight of the matches under the cover of celebrating festivities and covered masks, a veiled taunt that had seemed impossibly courageous to his young mind. Yes, he remembered. And the more his memories resurfaced and the more he looked around, the more he realized his ease was a familiar ease. Soft laughter and fondness rung out from beside him, and looking down into sparkling eyes that were smiling back up at him, he realized he had most likely been silent for long enough that the little star could easily guess his thought process. Luke's significant look before turning back to the stage quickly confirmed this. 
until the music abruptly cut off and... Far into the black of void. The chorus began, deep rumbling, reverberating through the air. How the planets shine in the morning light. The counterpoint singers began, higher than the bass singers. The drums underscoring their voices on the cue of the director as something began to stir in the force, something shining. Far into the black of void. The bass singers boomed again, the flutes accompanying them in high, quick notes. Spanning out beyond the eternal night. The soprano strings joined in, sharp, shuddering, and dramatic. The musicians quite clearly knew what they were doing when they brought the notes out of their strings. He decided he rather liked the sound of it. From the rim to the inner core. The bass section joined in again, as quiet as they could be while lifting up the notes of the bass singers and awakening something even further in the forest that felt golden and shimmering. And it came from right beside him. Over battlefields waging a ceaseless war, came the response of the higher counterpoint, the director making a wide, sweeping gesture at the orchestra at large, and the music promptly swelled as acoustics and electrics rose to the challenge as one, while Vader looked down fondly at the little star that was glowing with joy and adoration by his side as he regarded the music and song around him. We stand as one, core to core. Both sections bellowed as one, the air shaking with the force of their voices as Vader watched Luke grin wide and bright, that same open and brilliant focus starting to emerge as it had just a few nights ago, when the little star had played his heart out on an instrument much like the musicians around them were doing now, yet none of them could hold a candle to Luke's fervent passion while playing his favorite music piece. You seem to be enjoying yourself, little one, he muttered lowly just loud enough to be able to be heard over the clashing of cymbals and the pounding of the drums. Luke's head rapidly glanced over to him with a beaming smile and back to the stage again. Immensely, Luke responded in the same volume, his voice and signature shivering with barely contained excitement. I don't think I've ever heard this many different instruments being played in the same place before, not even by the bells of Cashby. Ah, the excitement of a child when encountering anything regarding music, song, and dance. He had forgotten how adored it was in his former home, and there was simply something satisfying and grand about watching the child soak up the full impact of the music being produced around him. He rumbled on a low, pleased sound that Luke met with a brilliant grin. I can certainly see how an orchestra of this size would be quite the experience for the first time, he agreed easily the horns bellowing out their calls as the choir reached the refrain once more, the force a kaleidoscope of emotions and experiences around them, as both the musician and singers poured their hearts into their performance, much to the delight of the crowd. The little one made a sound of agreement, eyes shining as he slowly spun around to see the whole of the orchestra on all sides. Vader had to admit to himself that it was a truly impressive sight, especially considering it had been put together in such a short time. He knew that there was more than one club for musicians aboard the Lady, for all manner of genres and preferences, but to see them bands together like this to give a performance that truly astounded was an experience he would liken to friendly rivals deciding to show everyone what they were truly made of. 
something only emphasized by the low undercurrents of competition he could sense here and there when one section or the other produced an especially spectacular sound. And then there was the choir singing over it all, a call and response that was growing faster and more fervent as both sides of the song lost themselves in the music. Far into the black of void, the bass singers cast toward their counterparts, the force singing along with them in elation, anticipation, and joy. On every ship, large and small, the alto and soprano singers returned, their voices echoing their exhilaration through the mess hall and every fiber of their force signatures. Far into the black of void, the bass singers sung once more, but this time there was another voice singing along, just loud enough that Vader could hear it. Chuckling quietly enough that his vocoder wouldn't pick up on it, he glanced down to where Luke was animatedly singing along with the choir, an iridescent star shining with passion and ardor as he quietly repeated after each side of the song, Wondrous, incredible, impossible child. Our memories will never fall, the response came, drums and bass instruments thundering as the notes soared. Vader closed his eyes for a moment and simply basked in the feeling of the Force, wild and alive with the passion and celebration of the hundreds of musicians and thousands of audience members, allowing their spirits to rise ever higher on the wings of song. The Dark, curiously enough, was more than content to simply weave through the bright pulses of the celebration, feeling nearly content and inquisitive more than anything. He made a quiet noise as he drew it back to himself, the blackness shot through with fire going easily and curling around both him and Luke satisfied, something that he would have deemed an impossibility mere weeks ago, but now he opened his eyes and looked at the crowds cheering and clapping as the song finished with a triumphant coda, confetti and flowers still raining down on both audience and musicians alike from the surrounding balconies, Luke cheering as loud as any of them as he still stood by Vader's side. But now... Now it suddenly didn't seem so strange anymore. He sighed quietly enough that his vocoder wouldn't pick up on it. It seemed the force in all its aspects would never cease to surprise him. The cheering of the audience swelled to a crescendo, and the signatures atop the stage took on a distinctly satisfied air, director Astra bearing a wide grin as she surveyed the orchestra and choir in front of her, the musicians and singers in question lightly jostling each other with affectionate gestures, as the realization that the first song had gone off without a hitch sunk in. A spotlight clicked on as director Astra stepped forward from behind her music stand, illuminating her as she grabbed two small microphones from behind it along the way and walked towards the edge of the podium. Vader noted with some curiosity that her presence shimmered with an anticipation that hummed at a different pitch than before, and the choir and orchestra echoed her in time as they saw her step forward. Clearly they were in on what was about to happen, but what... He followed her gaze, and abruptly it became abundantly clear what her goal was, at least in part. Huffing out a sound of amusement, he saw Luke cheerily wave at the director as her gaze likely met his. Of course, it was Luke. How could he have thought otherwise? Director Astra lightly tapped a microphone, and the crowd abruptly quieted down. Grinning wide at the audience, she gave a shallow bow as she made her first address of the evening to the crowd. Good evening to one and all. She called as the crowd returned a rousing cheer as a greeting. Waiting for a moment as the cheer died down and grinning even wider, 
He could tell that Director Astro was enjoying the moment along with the other members of the orchestra and choir. I dare say we've all had a fantastic day so far, she continued once the cheering had died down, and I hope that we have so far managed to elevate the experience even higher. A sweeping gesture towards both the choir and orchestra was accompanied by another loud cheer from the audience, Luke cheering along from his side as well. But I think we are all aware as to why we're here today, Director Astra said with a smile, and her gaze briefly glanced downwards to Luke, who abruptly fell silent. The little star sparked with shock and traces of stunned mortification. Vader smiled quietly as Luke shifted slightly, cheeks darkening when Director Astra continued. For an extraordinary and kind young man who has been shaking up our world these last few months, and occasionally us as well, she said with a chuckle which was echoed by the audience, and which caused another thrill of both flattering and mortification to shoot through the little star at his side. Now, Astra continued, we could talk about the horrific events from last week, but I think we've all heard enough of that to last as a lifetime, a statement which the mutterings of the audience seemed to more than agree with. Now, today and tonight are about celebration and the thankfully rapid recovery of this young man and the wild, moving, and welcome changes he brought for all of us. With that, Director Astro looked down at where Luke was now blushing fiercely at the blatant and public praise, and on cue, a loud click echoed through the hall as a spotlight was thrown down on him and Luke. Startled noises sounding up from deeper into the crowd and the force told him that they had apparently managed to go unnoticed by the wider audience that wasn't standing right next to them. A novel feeling for sure, but one that he disregarded in favor of watching Luke abruptly realize what was about to happen. Luke, Director Astro called gently, would you be so kind as to step onto the stage so we can all see you? A loud cheer rose up from out of the audience, shouting, whistling, and clapping as they backed up Astro's request. Luke looked around with wide eyes at the sheer wave of sound that was rising up from the crowd. A look that quickly softened into something fondly resigned as he huffed out a laugh, nodding towards Astra. Watching Luke walk up to the front of the podium, where unfortunately there were no stairs, he saw Astra begin to hold out her hand to help Luke climb up the considerable height of the podium. Well, that wouldn't do. The dark hummed in agreement around him, and reaching out with black tendrils that sparked like a hearth in his mind's eyes, he gently wrapped it around Luke like a gust of wind. Luke made a startled noise as Vader directed the dark to begin the lift, alarm flaring briefly in the force, but it near instantly softened out into amused recognition and quiet trust as he glanced back towards Vader for only the briefest of moments with a knowing smile. Rising elegantly into the air to the surprise and astonishment of the audience, Luke carefully held his arms out just slightly for balance as Vader lifted him up, up and onto the podium setting him down with all the care of letting a feather drift to the ground. While the director and the audience were still gaping at the sight in clear wonder, Luke regained his footing and Vader carefully pulled the dark back from the little star. It went with a contented trill and surprising ease, and when Luke looked back to him with a beaming smile and a grateful nod, it felt more than worth it. The director recovered from her shock with all the trained professionalism of a seasoned performer, she grinned warmly to Luke while dipping her head towards him in greeting, a gesture Luke echoed easily, and handed him the other microphone. Well then, Luke said, humor sparking in his force signature as he glanced between Astra and the audience. Here I am. It was truly astounding how loud a cheer such little words could garner, and yet Vader couldn't disagree with a single moment of it. Neither could Director Astra, apparently, as she lightly shook her head while smiling. 
Here you are indeed, she agreed, and we're very happy to have you. The crowd underscored her statement again with another cheer, but this time Luke held up a hand in a bid for silence. And within seconds, the audience of tens of thousands was silent once more, in a gesture that made something inside Vader swell with pride. Luke, brilliant, fierce little star, and he could command this crowd as easily as breathing. Wondrous, impossible child. If it's not too much to ask, though, Luke continued on once the silence had settled in, drawing his attention back towards Astra. Why am I here? Well, Director Astra said, her force signature and that of people all around the crowd chittering with a small nervousness. Since this performance is being held in your honor, we hoped to ask you if you would lead us the next song. Or simply pick one out, she added with an understanding wink. Luke's microphone dropped to his side as he gave both the director and the audience a wide-eyed look, a look the audience took as a cue for encouragement in the form of a slowly swelling round of applause and the occasional whistle was needed. The force alive with a susurration of eager anticipation and wild hope as a crowd of tens of thousands of people made a bid to get him to sing, something which the little star seemed to realize as well with a huff of laughter and a shake of his head, iridescence in the force bright with fondness and something more. Once more gesturing for silence, Luke brought the microphone back up again, his other hand reaching into his overalls by the neck, and Vader abruptly realized what he must be reaching for. You were all so lucky, he began with a wry grin, that I by some miracle came prepared. And with that he pulled out a familiar small, glossy black pendant on a string of beads that he flipped in his hand in one fluid motion that spoke of experience. Handing the microphone off to a now highly curious Director Astra and the murmurings of the crowd, Luke promptly brought the little ocarina to his mouth and blew out a high, cheerful string of notes that spiraled through the air like a tumbling bird, nearly drowned out by the deafening explosion of sound that followed from the crowd as they realized what was happening. Applause and cheers thundered through the air as surprise quickly shifted into rapturous exhilaration as the crowds and musicians alike realized they were going to get their song. Looking rather pleased at the development of things, Luke scanned the crowd in front of them, letting the cheers carry on for a moment longer before gesturing for silence once more and turning back to Director Astra, who had crossed her arms and shifted her weight to rest on a single leg, giving Luke a significant look while grinning all the same. The little star merely shrugged in a gesture that easily read, What can you do? and proceeded onwards. So I ought to pick a song, huh? he said with a smile. Then how about... He brought the ocarina to his lips once more, and the notes of a familiar refrain began to fill the air, and Vader abruptly realized just what kind of song the little star was aiming to pick, the dark laughing as the realization hit home, oh dear. Several people cheered loudly once the notes hit the air, but much of the audience merely muttered in delighted confusion. Luke laughed as he looked over the crowd. Yeah, some of you recognize that one, don't you? He called into the sea of people, receiving enthusiastic shouts back. He beamed wide and turned back to the director who'd gained a glimpse in her eyes, her presence thrumming with recognition at the notes. And it seems you do too, don't you, Amina? He nodded with a knowing look. I certainly do, Astra agreed, before directing her attention towards the orchestra at large. Set your sheet music to number 110370 in the database. The orchestra followed orders, and soon enough the hollow displays were alight with a new series of music notes the musicians beginning to read through them and familiarize themselves with them. Luke grinned before turning towards the choir. Anyone here know the words? He asked them. 
and his signature shone bright with delight when several hands went up across the choir sections. Great! he exclaimed. Think you people can handle your sections until everyone gets the hang of them? When the agreement came in quick succession from those who had raised their hands, and the choir began to rearrange themselves, Luke nodded towards Director Astra. Shall we begin then? he asked with a roguish grin. Astra laughed and made an agreeing gesture as she began to walk over to a music stand. Just lead us in, Luke, she called over her shoulder. You got it, he answered before turning back to the crowds, and Vader got the impression that this was his last chance to stop this all from happening before the little star began this particular song. He let it slip by. All right, Luke called. Are you all ready? The cheer that rose up was akin in volume to a TIE fighter squad ticking off. Luke laughed and the force sang with exhilaration. Then let's begin. Those of you who know, sing along. Those of you who don't, you'll pick it up fast enough. Here we go. With that, he gestured towards Director Astra and then motioned for silence, the cheers dying down while the director raised her hands to signal the beginning of the song. With a downward motion, the musicians began to play. A slow, beautiful note from the strings marked the beginning of the song, and Luke smiled as he set his own ocarina to his lips, playing a languid, solemn tune. Notes drifted through the air like mist, and the deceptively calm beginning of the song opened up. Slowly, with each string of notes, more and more instruments started to join, the choir falling in with a low hum as the notes of the ocarina and orchestra played off of each other under Director Astra's guidance. It was, Vader admitted, a beautiful sound. Then Luke dropped the pendant to dangle around his neck once more and began to sing. A hundred thousand leagues out past the horizon In a place that the history is one touch There lies a hidden library of stories And the stories are all about us The dark hummed around Vader as the song began to weave its magic. For all that Luke's Force signature was far from strong enough to truly be considered a Force user, even just weakly so, the little star was still brighter than most bass lines by a factor of magnitudes. When he poured his passion into something, whether it was engineering or music, that spark of Force was enough to lend an edge to the end result, elevating it into something just a touch beyond what was really possible. And here, with over 300,000 people feeding into Luke's being all their adoration and near worship, and that little extra spark of force, refined as it was by the little star and what he didn't doubt were the flight paths, was more than enough to lend a mythic air to the performance. An electric guitar played out a slow riff as Luke walked the length of the podium equally slowly, a spotlight following his every move. The little one's voice carried through the air as he sang, In books of time bound by ashen letters in languages of souls gone to dust There lies the secret heart of our ancestors And traditions never entrust The choir began to softly echo Luke's words as he walked, someone gliding their drumstick along a cymbal as the strings rode low in pitch, to produce a haunting sound that stroked against the part of him that always stood with one foot in the force. Disowned by the stars and suns, misfits, mistakes, never the chosen ones. They call us scum right from birth, 
Cut loose by fate's own sheer They laugh at us But they don't remember They don't remember Luke sang Quieter and quieter The instruments following suit Until there was a ringing silence That stretched for one Two Luke's bellowing was echoed By more than one voice in the crowd And choir as a drum was struck and the silence shattered like earthenware. We're still here. We're still here. Drums thundered through the air as the strings competed with the brass section for the most powerful sound, the deafening roar from the audience drowning them all out with ease as they realized what kind of song this was going to be. Luke grinned wide and vicious in a display of bared teeth that Vader didn't doubt was at least a little due to rising, near-manic thrill running through the audience as the music stepped up in tempo. A thousand years from now the words will still sound, mockery of what we stand for. A people without home, without a scrap of lore, the ones doomed by sooth and seer. But a thousand years from now, these words will still sound. He sang with squared shoulders, teeth still bared in the pace of the words rapid fire. His eyes flashed as the music went wild. We're still here. The crowd roared the words with him this time, louder and stronger than before as more people joined in, and Luke grinned even wider, signature shining with the thrill of the song, the passion of music, and a deep-seated pride as the audience sung with him. Pacing the stage once more, he suddenly took a sharp turn and walked right for the edge, never stopping the song. Oh, what a world's on high, a million sacrificed, and yet we carry on still. Unheard and yet unseen, subject to iron will, and yet at the turn of year. He stood at the edge of the stage and held the microphone aloft, the crowd more than willing to oblige as they thundered out the words, stomping and clapping. We're still here! Damn right! Luke yelled, grinning wide as the guitars howled and strings shrieked. The drums pounded away while the wind and brass sections seemed to be attempting to blow out a lung each. Vader couldn't be bothered to look at them, though. His eyes fixated on the sparking fire that was rising within the little star as he effortlessly sent the crowd wild, bringing the microphone back down to himself as he continued walking forward, and abruptly he realized what the child's plan was. Taking two steps forward of his own, he met him halfway. With passion in his voice and trust shining in his core, Luke stepped into midair. The force around them flared with brief panic from the onlookers, but Vader immediately caught the little star's free hand, and with some quick maneuvering, Luke easily held balance with his hand on Vader's own and his thigh resting against Vader's shoulder, holding himself up with just a touch of both Vader and the Dark's aid, and never did he stop singing. A march through storm worlds of fire, not a care when we expire. Their greed swaps our lives for riches. They beat us, bleed us, break us. Our backs a map of stitches. They lead us far from home, but in every last frontier. Luke continued as he easily rolled himself across the back of Vader's shoulders, quickly switching his grip from Vader's one hand to the other as he held him up tilting his body down to the side and letting the child use his forearm for leverage to put the little star safely on the ground, Luke beaming at him the entire time while the force around them was alight with astonishment. And yet Luke had never missed a beat. Standing on his own two legs once more as he walked into the crowd, he thundered out the last line of the verse, 
echoed by the crowd on instinct. We're still here! The crowd parted before the little star as if on command, making a pathway as Luke glided forward with long strides, a confidence to his gait that seemed effortlessly to turn the crowd on a dime in a manner that Vader could only be proud of. Luke smoothly stepped into a small walking dance that drew cheers from the rhythmically clapping crowd, still parting to make way for him as he headed towards what seemed to be another one of the stages. In shadows of the dawn, our spirit is still strong. We know that this is not a race, and with every breath we take, we make the world shake. It's the reality they must face, it stabs them like a spear. A truth that they must hear, we'll be singing. Luke held up his microphone to the crowd once more, a wall of sound crashing in, underscored by deafening stomps. We're still here! Louder! Luke yelled. Finally reaching the other podium, two troopers stepping forward immediately to help him up, lifting him up by the waist while Luke folded his legs under him, stepping neatly onto the podium as the crowd roared in response, the force fever bright with frenzy. We're still here! Louder! He yelled again, eyes bright and his presence sparking like an arc welder that Vader nonetheless couldn't take his eyes off of. The little star in his element, effortlessly commanding thousands, brought a warmth to him that he couldn't quite explain. The crowd obliged and the air shook with the power of the roar that followed. We're still here! Damn right we are! Luke roared back to wild cheers, pacing the length of the podium back and forth as the orchestra matched the spikes in the music to his every turn, a sharp sound cracking through the air whenever Luke made a small jumping step, two wooden blocks being clapped together. The child grinned wide and wild as he fell back into the song right on the beat. Their chains will turn to rust, crumbling to so much dust. And we'll be right here waiting. But in the face of fire, we find what we desire. They don't know what we're creating. A grip on freedom strong, and though we won't be long, it's not a faith that we can fear. Cause when the lights go out, there's not a single doubt. Luke snarled, teeth sharp and bared toward the crowd that was jumping in time with the beat. He did not even have to prompt the crowd with more than a single gesture this time. We're still here! Again! He yelled as he walked to the edge once more, the strings shrieking as the crowd rushed forward to the edge, armored troopers making it to the edge first by virtue of being the most imposing presence there, while the crowd screamed out the line, We're still here! One more time! Luke yelled as he stepped into the hands of the troopers and spun elegantly to the ground with ease while the people cheered out the words like a battle cry. We're still here! We are! We really are! Luke addressed the crowd at large, words echoing through the hall like thunder, music swelling into a crescendo and the crowd parting once more as the little star walked through them at a rapid pace. Each and every one of us, we're still here! So join me in song as we celebrate that fact! The crowd boomed out of sounds not unlike that of a bomb going off, and the little one grinned wide as he stalked towards the next podium while surveying the crowd, the brass section sounding in the start of the next verse. On my signal! He shouted, to which the audience happily obliged, Go! We're still here! The crowd sang. Through the fire and the rain, 
Luke returned with a grin, signaling the crowd again. We're still here! The people shouted near delirium, the force thundering in time with their conviction in a heady cocktail of power that nearly sent Vader's head spinning. Though we suffered so much pain, Luke belted out, we carry with us every scar! And though the road is long and our journey's still so far, we're still here! The crowd cheered, and Vader could see that there were tears running down many faces as the song and emotions began to take their toll. And we survived every strike, though they went at us with every sword they had and tried to mount us on a pike! Luke sank back, sparks of fierce pride and joy rising high into the Force as the ember of starlight within him shone so bright. We're still here! The people yelled, triumph thick and loud within every word. Luke gave a shout as the crowd in front of the third podium picked him up, much to his surprise if the brief flare in the force was anything to go off of, and carried him over their heads on their hands, the little star folding his legs under him again as he was handed off from person to person until he had reached the stage, still singing. They tried to knock us off our feet. Left us in the dirt with nothing but dust and rocks to eat. And yet despite the famine and the hate, there's something they will never take. We're still here! The crowd sang as Luke regained his feet on the stage once more, reaching out his unoccupied prosthetic hands to greet the dozens of hands still reaching out. Vader couldn't tear his eyes away from his home if he tried, the dark coiling around him, similarly satisfied by what was happening in front of them. The wars will come across the stars. They'll call on us to forfeit this life and die for what was never ours. But when the dust settles down, the rust crumbling all their precious gold bars. We're still here! The crowd belted out like their lives depended on it, and as he saw even the most hardened soldiers be brought to tears by the Little Star's performance, Vader could only look on in wonder as he saw a side to his people unlike any other, one that was perhaps familiar to him in more ways than he felt entirely comfortable realizing, striking so close to home. Though as he looked up at his home, he thought that perhaps, perhaps it was fitting. They threw us down into their waste. And left when illness chased us far into death's embrace. But when we clawed our way out of that pit of filth and deep despair, we met them there and said... The spotlight caught the glistening of a tear as it leaked out from the corner of Luke's eye, the iridescent star roiling with emotion, the force echoing their sentiment with a strength that surrounded him and wove through him like liquid power. We're still here! The people cried out, the force echoing their sentiment with a strength that surrounded him and wove through him like liquid power, and for a moment the background of pain seemed to dim for just a moment as the little star led hundreds of thousands of souls into a song that gathered a quantity of power that he had scarcely ever felt. Luke was still singing like he was battling the air itself. And though they leave us ever more for dead, and tell us that we made our own blood-encrusted bed, we outnumber them a hundred thousand million to one. We're not outdone for. We're still here. His home and people shouted out in unison, singing at volumes that would leave them hoarse but satisfied. The orchestra letting the music swell to a bombastic peak before a dizzying fall. 
We are! Luke called out to the crowd as the orchestra slowed down the tempo to something stately and reflective, the string and wind instruments challenging each other for the longest notes. We are! And I can't even tell you how much it means to me that you're all here in every which way, he told them as he walked the length of the stage, chest heaving with exertion as he headed for the edge once more, the people already coming up to meet him with open hands and hearts full of adoration that bordered on worship. We are here, and that won't change, no matter what hardships we're made to endure. We are here, and will still be here long after those that brought those hardships to us have returned to dust. With an easy, elegant motion, Luke stepped into the waiting hands of the crowd with a beaming smile at the people who carried him over their heads, back in the direction of the stage where Vader was still frozen at the spot, and he sang softly, the force twinkling with hope like drops of silver moonlight amidst the dark that wound contentedly around them. A hundred thousand years of in the future, in worlds that we can scarcely even dream. There won't be anyone who calls themselves ruler and can stand above the people in their regime. The people carefully carried Luke back over to the front on gentle hands while the little star once more greeted as many of them as he could with his unoccupied hand, people touching their own to his as he smiled down on them with a warmth that glowed within the forest while he sang, For we are bold and we are brave and we will persevere And though they try, we'll never die For our memories are still here He heaved out a shuddering breath echoed by the crowd as they gently set him back down again in front of the stage from which this had all started. Luke smiling up at Vader as he softly sang the last words, tear tracks still visible on his face. Still here And he... What else could he do but hold out his hands to the little one to help him back up onto the stage he had captured everyone's hearts from? Luke beamed at him and accepted his hands, gently placing his own invaders. And with a pull in the dark, he once more wrapped Luke up in it and directed it to lift with all the care one would bestow upon spun glass. Rising into the air like gravity had lost its grip on him, Luke smiled with a radiance that struck deep into Vader's core as he lifted the little star back onto the stage while the crowd looked on, Amazement and bewilderment sparking through the force as they saw Luke lightly drift through the air, still softly singing along with the music. And in a hundred thousand years or more, the storytellers will gather on a shore, and the stories will be thus. They'll talk about events of past, of importance and of note. And from all that they wrote, the stories will be about us. He looked into the crowd as he held out his arms in an open gesture. About us! He laughed softly, shaking his head while hope and joy shone like twinkling constellations through the slowly circling dark. And what they'll say in truth or lie, it won't matter either way. The message is the same. They'll know our name. They'll know our name. And loud or soft, regardless how. If it's spoken, it will be clear. He grinned wide at the audience and stepped into a strong stance, shoulders squared back as fierce pride bloomed within the force, the crowd bringing up a rousing cheer in anticipation of the words, a deep breath, the shivering of the strings, 
and the beat of a drum that shattered the tenuous silence along with a bellowing voice. We're still here! It roared out. The crowd joining him in frenzied rapture as they roared with him, Vader left stunned by how the air, the force, and the fabric of reality all around seemed thick with life and living and the triumph of survival as the little star sang on. Although the sands of time will pass, Luke cast out towards the audience with a familiar gesture and a grin that stretched ear to ear. We're still here! The crowd returned, like a faithful hound with the adoration to match. The little one continued, From the beginning to the last, we'll be remembered. Even if they never know our face! It's an every path we trace, the stars know our place. And it's a place that could never have been more clear! Luke belted out, to the raucous delight of the people. We're still here! The people cried out in a wall of sound, utterly lost to the beat of the music and their own emotions as they affirmed their own existence, until it was undeniable, unforgettable, unignorable. Until they were people again, instead of... The sides of the respirator dug into the corners of his mouth as he realized, understood, remembered, instead of tools. Instead of cogs in a machine. Instead of things to be used. Until they were people again. Our records written in the light of passing stars! Luke shouted to the high heavens until perhaps even the force would bend its knee and make it so. We're still here! The people sang into the void, into the dark. Even as they couldn't hear it sing back, but it did, force it did. And maybe, maybe, maybe he could sing with it too. And so Luke sang while walking in dancing steps across the stage, light on his feet and in his presence. It tells the story of us all, of every peace and every war. It tells the story of our joys, of our regrets, and our sacrifice. And then they burn our books to ash and dust. Silence us, for they think they must us Brilliant ranks of life's own acolytes It will suffice The message that ever matters they will hear We're still here! Vader sang quietly as the crowd drowned out his voice like a drop in the ocean. It was barely more than a muttering, and the vocoder didn't allow for any intonation, but it felt right. It felt good. And that last feeling alone was novel enough to make him continue on with it. And Luke sang on. Through every famine, death, and war, Know that we have come this far. From past the planets, past the stars, Past the furthest black of space, We know our place, we know our place, we're still here! The crowd yelled to worlds on high, Vader quietly singing the words with them as the dark and force pulsed with power like a heartbeat, feeding the excess straight into him and Luke and everyone here, until it looked like he was standing amid a sea of stars, and felt like he could fly. The core of the little star lashed and sparked like a forge fire, the bright nucleus through which all the power building in the hall flowed. Filaments of dark and light and every shade in between that spun like a web around Luke, with an iridescent nova at the center. We are the nights spent gazing at the sky! We are the harsh truths to their sweetest lie! We are the nebula and the cradle of the night! 
We are every little speck of storm-dappled light. We are the might of a million souls taking flight in skies so clear. We are the last hope and dream they fear. We're still here! The voices of the people sounded, every single thread of voice coming together into a sound that Vader imagined was much like how a star sounded when it was born. Luke standing amidst it all as the brightest star in light years around, fed power by his adoring crowd until he shone bright enough to, just for a moment, let Vader glimpse what he would have been like as a Force-sensitive, a constellation that would rival the whole of the night on his own. Luke's chat was heaving, still pacing the stage and grinning ear to ear as the orchestra swelled into a bombastic, triumphant finale. We're still here, he yelled. To the wild cheers of the crowd, we're still here, and I ask that you let that be heard louder than ever one last time. The crowd shouted out their agreement as cymbals clashed and drums pounded like the heartbeat of thunder. All right, Luke yelled. Here we go! We carry in us the light where life began. We are the end of every faded plan. We are a thousand million whispers of times gone by. We are the eternity of endless nighttime sky. We are everything we are, and we will persevere through every time and every story on every planet in stars full glory. We can say, we can say. Luke roared out like the ancient crate of legend that left the ground for the endless starry void. And as his core flared brighter than it ever had, for a moment Vader thought that he could see the eyes of one of those ancients looking back at him. Luke panted as he held his microphone up high, amplifying the mighty voice of the people until they could be mistaken for a supernova. We're still here! The force pulsed, and Vader opened his eyes to look around in wonderment as everything drew together, the filaments intertwining and intersecting like veins, throbbing with life and power as they fed into the heart of it all. Luke, shining and brilliant, every spark the beat of a heart that amplified the feedback loop of power that sent everyone in the hall into a near frenzy as they cheered Luke on. Louder! Luke yelled as the strings shrieked and gnarled and growled, the brass and woodwind howling out their notes as the drumbeat thundered on, a storm seeming to gather with every note. We're still here! The crowd returned like the crashing of waves, like the violence of the tempest, pouring ardent adoration and zealous unity into the beating heart of the iridescent fires at the core of this web of the Force. Louder! The roar rent the air in the teeth of its sound, the little star sparking through the Force like the Nova he was. We're still here! The sound crashed through the air and into Vader's chest, Shaking in his bones and prostheses alike and racing through his blood, the Force came alive with the sheer intensity of the crowd's focus, all aimed at the shining light on the stage who flared like a sun. Louder! Luke shouted as the Force roared with the voice of hundreds of thousands of souls. Sing with me! We! Thunder and lightning, the storm broke loose. The Force writhed like a living beast made of tempest and time, wild and powerful and free. Here! The hall, the air, the very Force itself seemed to ignite as people and orchestra alike reached volumes previously unknown, the crowd shouting themselves hoarse as the musicians seemed to fight with their own instruments to produce the sound needed, everything loud and bright and the beat of the drum, and it was over. And the force erupted as a deafening cheer rose up. 
Sound waves crashed down and pounded into him with a force that compelled him to draw on the dark to dampen the crashing sound. The dark obliged easily, and as the roar of the crowd muffled, he got the chance to look around at the ecstatic people all around him, cheering like it was all keeping them alive. A thrill ran through the air in the force that was nothing so much as the sheer joy of being alive, alive and present. Everywhere he looked, there were displays of overwhelming celebration and emotion, with people falling around each other's necks in a deep embrace while screaming and laughing, tears on nearly every face and a heady feeling of hope, hope and faith in the Force like he had rarely, if ever, felt before. All because they had been able to affirm their existence until their throats were as raw as their souls. We're still here, he muttered quietly. Words utterly drowned out by the screaming masses of people even as something, something resonated with them. They were all still here, and that, that meant something. Even if he wouldn't be able to say precisely what, not with the way the force was still pounding through his head with the sheer power and faith and adoration that, for just a moment, made him feel invincible. Then the moment passed, and he was just a man amongst a sea of people, for once merely a part of the crowd as the celebrations continued, just a man and nothing more. It felt better than he expected. The crowd around him shrieked and screamed with rapturous ecstasy as the effects of the song continued to sink in. He wasn't looking at them any longer, though. How could he? When his gaze was drawn inexorably to the stage where the focal point of this mass hysteria was located, Luke was still standing there on the stage, microphone held loosely at his side, and chest heaving as he looked over the celebrating crowd with a radiant smile. And there was a deep sense of satisfaction in the little star's signature when he brushed up against it, the iridescence welcoming his own presence in easily as he did so, still bright and sparking. He nearly recoiled on instinct the moment Luke's presence reached back to his own, his core molten and like lightning in its purest form. That alone was nearly enough to make him withdraw entirely from Luke, the echo of a cackle ringing in his ears, but, but Luke's presence followed his, staying in contact, and it didn't... It didn't... It didn't hurt. Lightning against his soul, and it didn't hurt. What? His thoughts on the matter froze in their tracks when Luke's eyes landed on him, and, with a flare of warmth and fondness from the presence, pressing up against his own darkness, he sauntered over to where Vader was standing with an open expression and a satisfied but tired sway to his step. Reacting on autopilot, he was already holding out a hand to help the little star down from the stage, by the time Luke had reached him before he could even think about it. With the lightning still softly brushing up against the very core of his soul that was leaving him warm and tingling instead of writhing in pain. Hey, Luke greeted, warm and fond and alive with the hum of residual power being pumped into him by the adoration of the crowd as he reached back with his own hand, sparks of the accumulated force traveling up artificial nerves once Luke touched his hand to Vader's. And it still didn't hurt. Marveling at the odd sensation that was this strange, painless, and if he were to examine the feeling any closer, not wholly unpleasant sensation, he inclined his head back towards the little sparking star. Little one, he greeted as Luke prepared to step into midair. Luke chuckled slightly, and trusting in Vader with an unwavering certainty that nearly left Vader breathless, allowed himself to rest his weight fully on Vader, with utter faith that he wouldn't fall. Third time's the charm, the dark easily flowed around Luke like a veil, 
lessening the little one's already negligible weight until it felt like he was barely holding a feather. Luke sighed and allowed himself to nearly collapse into the dark and Vader's embrace, a wave of exhaustion coming up to meet him in the Force. The child blinking slowly at Vader as he carefully wrapped an arm around to support the little star, a sense of tiredness in every line of Luke's body. And still his core shone with the power poured into it by over a hundred thousand souls. Wondrous, unfathomable, impossible child. You, little one, he murmured quietly, sincerely, were truly magnificent. Luke huffed out a quiet laugh and bumped his temple against the side of Vader's helmet in a drained gesture of affection. Thank you, he muttered back in a similar tone. I honestly didn't think I would be able to pull it off, but everyone just sprung in, didn't they? He couldn't help the chuckle that escaped the vocoder as he carefully began maneuvering Luke to the ground. As I believe I said before, little one, he noted with just the slightest teasing lilt. You are you, and they thank you for it. Luke knocked his head against Vader's just a bit harder, too tired to do much more after the explosive musical performance he just gave, and murmuring an incoherent protesting noise that nonetheless didn't amount to much more. The force shimmered with the veil of sleep slowly drawing near, distant though it was, and Vader huffed out a quiet sound as he realized what was happening. Tired, little one? he asked. Already knowing the answer and drawing the little star closer instead of releasing his grip to allow him to stand on his own once more. Mm-hmm, Luke hummed, not protesting in the slightest to being drawn closer, something of which Vader was all too happy to make use of as he drew the little star snugly against himself, allowing the majority of the child's weight to still rest on both him and the dark as he carefully touched Luke's feet down to the ground. I don't know why, he said shaking his head in what seemed to be an attempt to clear the exhaustion from his mind. He hummed out his own low sound as he kept a hand on the little star's shoulder in support. Yes, why could that be, he said, tone dripping in sarcasm. It could not be the fact that you just performed a high-octane musical number while expending significant effort in maneuvering around an audience of thousands. Upon still recovering from a catastrophic injury, mind you, certainly not that. The lightning still dancing over the core of himself, tinged with something sheepish. And Luke gently bumped his head against his shoulder once more. All right, all right, he groused. I get the point. A deep sigh pressed the side of the little star against his, and the well of satisfaction that ran deep through the force returned to the forefront. It was worth it, though. He muttered with joy, tinging every word. It really was. Vader looked up and surveyed the crowd of his people, laughing and singing verses of the song in a haphazard manner like nothing could touch or judge them. Not today, not here. Yes, he agreed quietly. I believe it was. The iridescent lightning sang through his soul with shared contentment and comfort as Luke settled in against his side leaning his weight fully against Vader while sleep, still distant, drew its veil closer around the little one's core. They let a graced note of silence sit between them as they looked out to the people around them, mutually basking in each other's presence and that of the crowd around them. Eventually, the frenzy seemed to die down, and with it, the flow of power that had been pouring into the little star's core slowed down significantly, 
Though he was curious to note, it did not dissipate entirely. The lightning that had danced throughout his own starless night dimmed down to mere sparks as its speed lessened, and he could admit to himself that he was oddly saddened to see it go. It hadn't hurt, and that alone was enough to make him wish that it would stay. Never mind his own curiosity at the odd phenomena. But he was starkly reminded of the fact that, for all that the Force had reacted in a manner Vader had only rarely seen before today, and to never quite like this, Luke still wasn't sensitive enough to the Force to stretch beyond his current boundaries, he sighed. Though this demonstration of capability nearly made him wish that he was. It would have been a glorious thing to witness Luke growing into a powerful Force-sensitive, something he suspected would be unlike anything else. Perhaps, perhaps with some training and learning to open his mind to the cosmos around. A small flash of concern tapped against the bounds of his psyche, and he looked down to see Luke glancing up at him from the corners of his eyes, a question clearly displayed in them. Shaking off the morosity that he'd been indulging in, he carefully wrapped himself around the little star and squeezed his shoulder in reassurance. Placated, Luke smiled and turned his gaze back to the crowds, who were once more beginning to settle back in from their brief bout of feverish celebrations. And then the chanting began. Stomping and clapping in synchronicity, the crowd began cheering Luke's name like a summoning chant as they directed their attention back to the main stage. Feeling the stunned awe emanating from his side, Vader chuckled lowly while giving the little star's shoulder a gentle squeeze. "'It seems your fans are still far from done with you, little one,' he nodded with some amazement. I dare say it is time for you to take your bow. Luke looked around the crowd with endearingly wide eyes filled with surprise as he registered the happenings around him. I guess so, he stammered out, bafflement clear in his every word before he shook it off and smiled towards Vader. Help me up? He rumbled out a laugh as he inclined his head in agreement. Of course, little one, you need not ask. With a smooth pull on the force and the contented hum of the dark, his home lifted into the air once more to the wild cheering of the crowd as they caught sight of him. Pride coursed through him, warm and heady, as he saw the little star wave at his ardent devotees with a beaming smile that was nothing less than radiant. Paper flowers and confetti rained down from the balconies around in a perfect display of colorful adoration, and that was a true spectacle to behold, even through the red haze of his lenses. And yet none of it compared to the sight of the Force swelling with power once more as it poured directly into Luke, core brightening to lightning pitch that shone like the sun. He decided then and there that he would likely never grow tired of that sight. Well then, Luke called out to his audience as he was carefully placed back on his feet. I dare say that worked pretty well, no? Whoops of agreement came his way as the stomping and clapping heightened to a crescendo, that was neatly brought down to a more reasonable level by the little star with an easy gesture, laughing brightly as he did so. Yeah, he agreed, bright and earnest. I would say that it's worthy of that kind of cheer. It was something extraordinary that you all allowed me to help you create. So allow me to say that it was a true honor to sing with you, he said while making a sweeping gesture towards the crowd, cheers and applause greeting him. With the wonderful people of the choir and orchestra on the stages with me who brought the talent to this performance. A slow, sweeping gesture all around this time. And after a bit of jostling and a flare of surprise in the force, each stage's occupant stood as Luke's outstretched arm gestured towards them and took a bow to fierce applause. And, 
he continued once every last band of orchestra members had taken their well-deserved bow, turning towards the director's music stand. Of course, Director Astra, for being willing to direct this whole blessed mess. The director shook her head fondly as she was met with thunderous applause and more than one call of agreement as she stepped forward to take her own bow as Luke stepped aside, clapping his own hands as best as he could while still holding his microphone. She nodded towards Luke as she straightened up out of her bow. I take it then from this dedication that you are begging off another song. Luke grinned and dipped his head, much to the regret of the crowd as whines of disappointment sounded through the air. I know, I know. He addressed the crowd. But the fact of the matter is that I already got a reminder just now that I'm still recovering from an injury. Luke glanced toward him and gave a cheeky grin as he saw him cross his arms. And if I'm honest, I'm feeling it too. I think another song like that would knock me out flat, and I'm not looking to give Medic Pelly an excuse to put me back in the recovery ward. Scattered laughter sounded out around the audience, and some of the disappointment melted away like frost before the sun. Director Astra spared a grin as well and inclined her head. Very understandable. In that case, on behalf of everyone present here, I wish you a very pleasant evening, Luke. And thank you for giving us all the performance of a lifetime. Luke grinned as he dipped into a playful bow, much to the delight of the crowd. Thank you, it was a grand experience. With that, he turned to the crowd and offered them a similar, elegantly lighthearted bow to rousing cheers and deafening applause. And thank you all as well for this wonderful evening. The people cheered and applauded, the air shaking with their fervor as Luke handed off the microphone back to the director, and with one last round of waves goodbye and a rain of flowers and confetti that stuck to both hair and clothes, he walked back over to where Vader was still standing, waiting to help the little one down one last time. As Luke stepped into midair again with all the unwavering faith in him that left him stunned, he marveled at the fact that for everyone there was here, for all that the people had proven time and time again that they would aid him if needed, his home still walked towards him, trusted him to help him. He laughed softly. Impossible child. With as much care as both he and the dark could muster in a durasteel grip, Luke was set to the ground, feather-light and with barely a hair out of place. With a smile and not a word, Luke leant his tired weight against Vader's side, exhaustion setting in once more now that the energy provided to him by their people had begun to wane again. They didn't say a word to each other. They didn't need to. The waves of comfort and fondness passing between them and the Force said more than enough as Vader gathered the little star back into his own dark embrace. After a while of simply basking in each other's presence, watching the flowers fall and the crowd celebrate like there would never again be another tomorrow, the orchestra began to play again as the choir sang their lines. Looking out over the hall as the festival went on around them, he could honestly say that it was a beautiful sight. A sentiment that seemed to be echoed by the little star as awed contentment washed over him like waves lapping at the shore. The little star leant a bit further into Vader, and even as sleep truly began to draw near in the waves of exhaustion, it was never enough to drown out the sheer contentment present. Today was a good day, Luke noted quietly as he looked out over the crowd of people. Yes, he murmured back as he drew his arm a little further around the child's shoulders, taking the increase in featherweight with ease. I agree. Luke hummed and hid a yawn behind his hand. Can we walk for a bit? he asked, still leaning on Vader. He didn't even need to think about it. Of course, little one, he rumbled. Just lean on me. Thank you, Luke whispered as they began to walk. 
the crowd making a path for them once they saw who it was that was making their way through them. He squeezed Luke's shoulder in acknowledgement, but didn't say another word as they began navigating their way out of the podium area, back into the rest of the hall in comfortable silence. As they headed towards where the lights were still brighter, Luke only stopping to grab something to eat made of more fried dough and sugar than could ever be healthy, Vader took note of all the recognizable faces in the crowd. The troopers he regularly marched with were having drinking and eating contests, laughing as they jostled and pushed each other around while shimmering with camaraderie and joy in the force. Crewmates that were dancing several dozen dances on the dance floor adjacent to the orchestral section, showcasing everything from waltzes to tangos to modern ballet to something that he recognized as a martial arts dance with some surprise, with partners alone, and at every level of competence you could imagine, for once it did not matter, and everyone merely seemed to be having the time of their lives just moving to the rhythm of the beat. He spotted more than one officer out of uniform, mingling in the crowd even as they were technically not supposed to be here. The same could be said for them as well, however, and he let it slide as he spotted Captain Alter dancing with one Lieutenant Merker. Both ladies utterly lost in each other, and he suspected he would have to do some subtle shuffling in the duty roster to ensure that anything that bloomed there would skate past the regulations regarding fraternizations. Looking further allowed him to spot General Veers and Captain Venka as well, and much to his surprise, a glimpse of a familiar force signature led his gaze straight to one Admiral Piet. Quietly regarding the festivities while nursing a glass of something clear and quite strong, if the slightest fuzz around the edges of his presence was anything to go off of. Luke followed his gaze and clearly spotted the person he was observing as well, chuckling slightly. Honestly, he muttered. Never thought I'd see the Admiral at a party like this, but good on him. He rumbled out a short laugh as he inclined his head in agreement, guiding the little one along and leaving the Admiral to his celebration. Agreed, he muttered. I do believe it might do the good Admiral's nerves some good. Luke laughed and pressed against his side a little firmer for a moment for lack of space to properly nudge. True. He's always so high-strung I thought he might snap. Rumbling at a sound of amused agreement at the little one's assessment of the Admiral, he steered Luke carefully through the crowds as the little star's battle with exhaustion began to fail, yawns becoming more prevalent as they walked. And when Luke at last began to sway, he carefully kept a balancing arm around the little star as he pressed him close. I believe, he murmured quietly while Luke leaned into him, that it might be time to call it a night, little one. Luke yawned again and nodded wearily into the synth leather of his suit. I think you might be right, he agreed. Come then, he said while drawing the edge of his mantle around the frame of the child. Let me walk you to your quarters. Luke said nothing, but the contented hum and the pulse of warmth rippling across the forest told him all he needed to know. He slowly began guiding the star to the entrance of the hall, mindful of the short, sometimes slightly stumbling steps that were all Luke seemed to be capable of at the moment. Helping the little star through the crowds at a pace like that gave him the chance to look around at the festival once more. Music echoed through the hall, just barely surpassing the din of voices singing and talking and shouting. Flowers and confetti and streamers were still being tossed over the edges of the balconies, and made for a colorful rain that was truly a wonder to look at, even with the red haze of the HUD layered over it. And everywhere he looked there was joy and peace. Not the quiet kind by any means, but a peace that spoke of a love for living that made the force sing along with the musicians and the dark settle down with a hum. He sighed softly. It truly had been a good day. 
He looked down at the little one still leaning against his side and felt a deep sense of fond warmth take him over. And it had all been thanks to this child. For did he love his little star? He nearly stopped in his tracks at that thought, and only the fact that it would have unbalanced Luke kept him moving forward. Did he just... He tentatively reached out to the thought he had just had and turned it over on its side and back again to analyze it. Brilliant, bright Luke, a child and child, with the ability to hold the whole galaxy in his heart and be held in the heart of the galaxy in turn. And he loved the little one, did he? Was he even capable of that anymore? Yes, sang the dark as he examined the thought with wary hands, sparking with truth in a manner that he couldn't, wouldn't believe, but had to nonetheless. The Doc didn't lie, as much as he wanted it to sometimes. He loved Luke Lars, the child that had barged into his life all those months ago to unceremoniously turn everything he'd ever known on its head and, for some force-forsaken reason, had decided that Vader would make for the ideal friend and mentor. Force knew how it had happened, but here he was now, at a festival thrown in Luke's honor, escorting the guest of honor back to his quarters before the little one truly did tip over and land himself face first on the floor, sleep having claimed him. And he couldn't deny that it was an act done out of a love he had only ever experienced the beginnings of, all those years ago when she had been... He swallowed tightly as the dark began to stir in interest once more, shifting as his emotions began to intensify. He loved the little one, and that... That was a terrifying thought. What if... Luke shifted against his side, and the thought that was broken before it could even begin as concern quietly tapped against the bounds of his psyche. Are you okay? he asked quietly, alertness coming back in small pulses as his concern for Vader clearly overrode his exhaustion. You seem tense. He loved Luke. I simply had a thought that surprised me, little one. He deflected carefully. That is all. He loved Luke. He loved Luke like he... like he had once begun to learn to love a little spark of life that had yet to become. He loved Luke like a father. How could he possibly justify that after... after... It seems to have startled you pretty badly, Luke noted, ever astute in his intuition. Are you... are you sure you're... Fine? <gasps> he trailed off as a jaw-cracking yawn took hold of the little one, sleep once more coming to the foreground, and just like that, Vader forgot his own revelation in favor of making sure Luke didn't sway too far on his feet. I will be fine, little one, he assured the sleepy child not even feeling like it was much of a lie at the moment, not with Luke close and present. It merely made me think something I... did not know I was not yet prepared to face. Luke looked blearily up at him, but, evidently too tired to truly make an attempt at wheedling out more information, he merely nodded and leaned back into Vader's side. All right, he murmured as they walked out of the entrance of the hall, leaving the wall of sound and light behind them while Luke swayed on his feet. If you say so. There were a number of responses he could have given to that statement, but he found that, over the course of the evening, sometimes it was the wordless responses that spoke the most. Carefully drawing the little star even closer, 
In one fluid motion and a whisper of the dark, he had Luke swept off his swaying legs and into Vader's arms, tucking the little one against his chest to the sound of a startled squawk. What? Luke yelped, wriggling in Vader's grip in surprise. Hush, he murmured lowly. You would have fallen asleep on your feet sooner or later. And like this, I do not have to worry about the eventuality of you injuring yourself, because you overestimated your own waking state. Luke shot him a look that was equal parts baffled and affronted, a look that was unfortunately ruined by the impulse that led to another deep yawn that left the expression more sheepish than anything. I could have walked on my own, you know. The little star mumbled even as he settled in against Vader's form, tucking his head into the crook between Vader's collar and chest plate. Vader plucked the flower crown off of Luke's head with a quick draw on the dark before it could accidentally be crushed, laying it carefully on Luke's chest as sleep started to draw its veil fully over the child in his arms. Perhaps, he conceded, using just a touch of the dark to make the position as comfortable as possible for Luke, drawing his mantle over the child who was already beginning to slip into a doze. But forgive me if I wish not to chance it, Luke hummed shifting slightly to allow the mantle to be tucked in around him, the force alive with quiet pulses of comfort and warmth as he settled against Vader, the little star starting to brighten once more, not due to the power fed to him by a crowd of thousands, but due to his natural inhibition of sleep. "'Rest, little one,' he murmured quietly. "'I will bring you home.' I am,' Luke mumbled back. "'With you.' He could have hardly helped the hitching sound his vocoder produced, but evidently the exhaustion was enough to lull Luke straight to sleep in spite of it, and soon the plastisteel of his chest plate was fogging up with the soft breaths of a sleeping star. Huffing out his own quiet breath, he resumed his walk back towards the elevators, grateful that all it would take was a short ride a few levels up to the child's quarters. He kept his thoughts carefully blank of his previous train of thought in case his own distress managed to leak over the bond between them and wake the soundly sleeping star, who was chirping in soft contentment. Which was clearly the sole reason for his avoidance of the topic, and not the way his heart began to race whenever he so much as thought of it, not at all. The dark flared out ahead of him as it hauled one of the elevators to their position, and it settled around the bell mechanism when the doors slid open, muffling the sound as the child slept on peacefully. The doors slid closed, and he returned his attention to the treasure of treasures still tucked against his chest, sleeping soundly underneath his mantle in a manner so eerily similar to that horrific day over a week ago, and yet... He gently brushed a thumb over the little one's arm as he held Luke just a little closer, earning him a hum of contentment. And yet right now he felt nothing but peace as the little star nestled back into his heart the moment he opened it up to him once more. The elevator slowed and he didn't even have to direct the dark to ensure that it muffled the sound of the chime once more. The doors slid open, and he stepped into the nearly deserted lobby of the officer's wing of the mid-deck rear. The troopers manning the station snapped to hasty attention once they caught sight of him, but aside from a nod and acknowledgement to resend and stitch, he strode past them without a word and into the hallways of the officer's wing. His heavy tread was muffled once he reached the carpeted halls of the higher-ranking quarters, and before long, he had reached the nondescript and yet oh-so-familiar door. The dark unlatched the lock on the door effortlessly, and as the door slid open, he realized abruptly that he was entering the little star's quarters for the first time since he had left his gift for Luke. It brought some trepidation to his heart, 
Shaking the feeling off as both useless and entirely irrational, he resolutely stepped through the door and nearly froze when he saw what was displayed a centerpiece on the calf table in the small seating area. The Shirinatri, in all its glory, with two blank, black cards situated next to him. Intellectually, he had known that Luke had kept his gift. Understanding it was a whole different matter. And here it was in full display for one and all to see. Even his clumsy attempts at writing the appropriate cards to accompany it had been kept and displayed with what seems to be a sense of pride than distinction, something that he knew what to do with even less than the strange tangle of emotions that was starting to bloom in his chest, relief, acceptance, joy, pride, and love. He stared at that tree for what was likely far too long until the door behind them began to slide shut of its own volition. Nearly startling at the sudden movement, he abruptly remembered what he was here for, and glancing down at the precious bundle still held securely in his arms, he wondered how he could ever forget. Shaking off the last residual emotions from that encounter, he stepped forward into the living room and into where he knew the bedroom to be. The dark easily scouted ahead and pulled the door open, allowing him and Luke to pass through without hassle into the small bedroom beyond. In the room it was dark, or at least, the color shift in his heart told him that it was. It hardly mattered to him, though. Quickly locating the bed, he drew the covers back with an easy wave of the dark and, still wrapped in his mantle, he lowered Luke onto the bed. Taking care to remove both the flower crown and boots from the little stars, he did so. The boots went to the end of the bed, the crown to the nightstand where the metallic paint sparkled dimly in the light coming in from the doorway, and the little star went into the bed itself. Carefully untucking the mantle from around Luke, he drew in the covers over the soundly sleeping child, tucking them in along the sides to prevent the cold from getting in, and then... And then it was time to sleep. Stroking a hand over the little star's air, he took in the sight of the peacefully sleeping child one last time, before reluctantly pulling away and making his way to the door. He didn't even make it the first three steps before distress began to emanate within the force and quiet whimpers made themselves heard in tandem with the strange, distraught chirps of the little star. Turning around, his heart clenched when he could already see the upset grimace forming on Luke's face, soft noises dropping from the twitching mouth. On instinct, he stepped forward, intending to see the distress gone and the little one once more at peace. But the moment he did so, the frown began to smoothen out even more. Tilting his head in curiosity, he took that same step back again, and immediately the distress flared again. Ah, of course. Stepping back to the bedside, he fidgeted for a moment about what to do before sighing deeply and sinking to the floor in his favorite meditation pose. As he settled in, the distress in the force fully eased and peaceful rest returns to Luke's signature, which chirped contentedly. He had been right then, strangely enough. Carding a hand through the child's hair, he wondered at the being that could sleep soundly in his presence and miss it when he left. He huffed out a silent laugh, truly a wondrous child. A wondrous, astonishing, impossible child. Dropping his hand from Luke's hair, he thought about how he should likely attempt to leave anyways. Regular life would resume from now on, and Luke would once again sleep in his own quarters, their schedules wildly diverging besides. It wouldn't do to indulge in this when it, quite clearly, would be best to end it now, but... But... He sighed. But he did not wish to leave. And it clearly caused distress to Luke for him to attempt to end. 
and he never claimed not to be a selfish person. Huffing out a silent breath, he settled in more soundly next to the bed. It wasn't his meditation chamber, and he would not be able to remove his mask to aid in the meditation, but looking at the small, peacefully slumbering form of Luke, the conclusion that none of that mattered was an easy one. It likely wasn't wise to do this, he thought, as he began to sink into deep meditation by Luke's side, the little star already chirping contently in his little heart nest. But then he had never claimed to be wise either, and he wore the scars of that fact as armor each and every day. And maybe there would be consequences down the line for this, and maybe they would be far beyond what he could expect. But for now, he would stay by the little star's bedside this one time, and keep the iridescent core safely tucked away in his heart, the dark crooning with satisfaction as it wrapped warmth and comfort around the child. For now, they could have tonight. The text of this story is available on AO3. Theme music written by Jack Donkudai, Sputnik, and Sam Gabriel. If you would like to commission me to record a story, voiceover, or character, please get in touch with me using the contact information on my website, which is located at samgabrielvo.com. And there you can find other stories that I've read, as well as links to my Patreon page, to which I hope you will consider subscribing to support me, and my Discord server, where I record things live for your enjoyment. And finally, as always, thank you for listening.